Hey, it's Vince. Head on over to 2021.vincegabriel.com. I'm giving away 12 months of business coaching with me to work with me privately uh, in addition to a seat in my mastermind. And I'm doing this because I realize that there's a lot of people out there that need a lot of help after the year we had in 2020. And I want to give a spot to someone that may not be able to do it otherwise. So go ahead and fill out your application, 2021.vincegabriel.com. Fill out your application and I'll be announcing the winner on January 22nd. Thanks. What's up, Fitness Business University? We're back. Three secrets every gym owner needs to know to survive COVID-19. It's your co-host, Coach AB, alongside the man himself, Mr. Vince Gabriel. Vince, I have to ask you a question. For those of you who can't, you can't see what I'm looking at, but he's got about 10 mugs above his head. How many mugs of coffee do you drink in a day, man? Uh, I only you on a good day. I only usually have one. Um, it's funny. The other day I had four for some reason. It got out of hand. But no, these are all mugs that uh, whenever we sign up a new mastermind member, we send them a coffee mug, and um, it's it's a term called omnipresence, right? That I teach in the surge, and basically what that does is that when they use their SPF coffee mug. Okay, pull one down here but uh, when they use their spf coffee podcast, mug it's, they can't see the mug <laughs> well we we'll put this out on youtube oh, too okay. <laughs> yeah so um but we got the coffee mug and so every morning when they drink their coffee out of the spf mastermind coffee cup they're gonna think of the spf mastermind so i have and a then, black one i have the black well one. you're very special oh, yeah bless. yeah so you, only the very special people get the black one the black mug yeah. So the black mug, you know what I think about? I don't really think about you when I think about that. When I drink out of that cup, I think about moving forward. It kind of reminds me to, all right, this is the, what I need my wake up call to kind of kill the day today as the saying goes, right? That's great. That's great. Yeah. The black mugs are pretty cool. Stealthy. Yeah. You don't got none on the show. So for those of you- They're, they're in the back. Oh, uh, okay. For those of you that- They're in the back. Vince has this new fancy office that he's showing off like crazy. And he's got all these books up there. He's got, uh, it looks like there's a binder behind your head. You got a lot of stuff, man, showing off all the goods, all the goodies. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, we had a lot of, a lot of really uh, fun over the holiday break, building out this office. And we actually, so the, we had the painter come in and I told them, I told the painter I wanted an orange door. So I wanted the door to be orange because our colors are orange and blue An orange door. I want the ceiling blue and I want the pipes on the ceiling orange. That's what I want. So I came in to check on them. They had painted the ceiling orange and the door blue. <laughs> so I walked in and I'm like seeing an orange ceiling and I'm looking up. I was like, dude, I am not having an orange ceiling. Uh, so I had to, they had to repaint it and everything like that. But um, yeah, it's, co- it's coming together nicely. Uh, but it, this is going to be like my headquarters. So I'll, I mean, obviously I'll come in and, you know, when, when Megan will co- come back, um, you know, she'll work in here. And then when the tech nerd comes out for his trips uh, out here, we'll do work in here. And then, you know, whenever we have consulting days where we bring people in for the day, we, we bring them in here and they, we, you know, we'll have a huge whiteboard up and, and it's just like a great day place to come for the day to really just get, you know, a lot of thinking and big picture stuff done for your business. So. 
I love it, man. I'm actually kind of jealous because it's like the war room. Like, yeah, that's exactly what it is. And actually, you know what we got to start doing is if you're willing to take a trip down, we have to start recording these podcasts in person and we'll record like four at a time, a batch them or something like that. So, so yeah, you can kind of get the feel for, for being in the room. Yeah, but it's really cool having a good – I mean, that's the thing. Environment is key. You know, and I, I kind of did something similar in my home office and we moved into a new house and, and created like a, a pretty cool uh, environment to, to just get work done. And it's um, it's uh, it, it's it's a really important part of productivity is the right environment. So, yeah, I agree. See, what I did was in my in my home, I have a gym in my house and I also have my office in there. So it's like the first half of it is like my office and then the back half of the room is the gym. So like if I'm recording a video, whatever, you see like the gym behind me, which is like a cool backdrop, but it's horrible to work out in there because I'm constantly working and it's horrible to work there because I'm, there's just like a lot going on. So I got to have like a second war room set up, but I love that setup, man. It looks good. I can't wait to come out and record podcasts there and, you know, maybe we'll be able to consult people in here too. So that'd be really cool. For sure. For sure. We will. Yeah. No, man, I have, um, we got to let everyone know there's still time for them to get their application in for our sweepstakes that we're doing to the giveaway, the massive, crazy giveaway that I still am mind blown that you're giving all this away. But that's an amazing, like I told, I said, you guys this last time, it's life changing, life changing. So head over to 2021. VinceGabriel.com to apply for that right now. Do you have a lot of applications in? Yes, we do. We have a ton and I'm looking through them right now. And it's really cool because I've done this type of thing on the fitness side for the gyms. And, you know, the applications are always like, you know, you know, I need help. I'm struggling to lose weight and blah, blah, blah. And then this one was more similar things where gym owners have gone through just have gone through something so crazy in the last year that a lot of them are, are, are need help. And, and so it's been really kind of cool to see the different stories. It's really also inspiring um, to see the time that people are putting in to these applications and how much they're writing about what they want to accomplish and what they need help with and, and stuff like that. So it's been great. Uh, I'm through not even close to half of them right now. And we still have, I mean, it's today is as we record this, um, you know, we have, you know, close to 15 days left, uh, of, of, to collect applications. And then I'll be announcing the winner on September 20, September, I don't keep saying September, January 22nd. Don't watch the year. Um, Don't watch the year. Yeah. Yeah. That happened already. That was last year. I know. Right. It's pretty crazy. We're coming up on the one year anniversary in March. I mean, that's like, we were talking about today on the mastermind call, but literally we had our mastermind meeting in Orlando and a week later, this thing, this thing hit, you know, not even a week. Yeah. It was crazy. So, but no, it feels like yesterday it really does. I talk to my clients about it sometimes too. And it's just like, it feels like it's still March. It's nuts. It really is. It's crazy. What a year. So I want to ask you this question. I'm just generally curious. So you've done the sweepstakes for fitness, like you said, and you've done it for this. What have you noticed as far as like the differences? Like, are you getting more on the business consulting side than you would uh, the fitness one typically? No, I think the volume, again, we haven't really, and honestly, we're still early in the promotion because I just recently started putting it out onto the email list. So if you're on the email list, you'll start hearing about it more. Uh, We were only putting it out 
through Facebook. So that was the one difference. Usually we start everything at once, you know, in terms of email list and, and on Facebook. Um, but considering I wanted to start early, um, I didn't put out to the email list recently. So there's a little lower of a volume of applications, uh, for the, for the fitness side, but we're not done yet. So it's like, these things take, you know, time to know. So once, well, it's a better question for when I, when we finish, we'll know exactly, um, what the results are and how these things went. Um, but there's a whole kind of timeline to it. Yeah, whenever I do the sweepstakes for like the gym and I, I hate the applications, it's like, oh, I saw it was free. So I just applied. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Who would write no, like, I'm not going to pick you because just because well, think about it. But, but think about it, too. It, it, you know, actually, it's funny. I was writing my article today for the February newsletter, um, which I got to get you to do a guest article in the newsletter. But um, so I, I was writing my article and it was about the lonely kettlebell theory. And the lonely kettlebell theory is where it may be more expensive to give away a spot in one of your classes than it is to give it, um, sorry, let me repeat that. It may be more expensive to have an empty kettlebell not being used, right? When one of, one of your classes, it may be more expensive to have it not being used than it is to actually give it away for free. Right. Right. And, and, and what that means is that you're not going to get out of this if you're giving away free stuff or you're, you're not going to get out of it without kissing a few frogs. You're not right. going to get out of it without people. But, but the reality is not looking at that as the as the thing. The thing is, how many people will you get? Right. And how many new people did you get and how many new leads did you get that maybe they're in didn't turn into you know a client right away but then three months from now they became a client you know what i'm saying so it's more important to focus on what what is the potential upside versus the potential yeah there's going to be a few there's free loaders everywhere everywhere right yeah, so that's how it goes let's man let's get rolling into this because i'm excited to talk about this um and i want to start this off with the quote and then you'll finish the whole thing right so because you're going to tell the story and i want you to tell the story because even though that was a mastermind story that you told today, it's well worth sharing because it definitely will help a lot of people with whatever they're at in their life right now. So the quote is, it takes, well, I don't know if it's a quote, but whatever, it's a saying, I guess. So it takes more than a bullet to kill a bull moose. So let's play a little trivia. Does anybody listening to this know who that, who said that? I mean, we're going to tell you in about 10 seconds, yeah. but just take a guess really quickly. Who said that and what that's about? All right, now that you got your answers in. So, in yeah, fact, I don't know. So, 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 so uh, in my, I took my 10 to 14 day sabbatical, right? And I gave myself permission to not do any work. So I didn't write one email. I didn't write, if you're getting emails from me during the sabbatical, that means they were pre-written. Um, but so, uh, but all I did was listen to, podcasts, listen to books, read books. And I got in this, this, I was reading a great book called the obstacles, the way by Ryan holiday. And, uh, each chapter starts with a quote. And one of the quotes was by Teddy Roosevelt. And I think the quote was, I think I'll, I'll talk about it today when I talk about perception, but I'll, I'll, I'll say what it is, but it was a good quote. So I was like, Oh, let me look into this guy a little more. And the story that you're referring to, so Teddy Roosevelt was running for president uh, under the Bull Moose Party, and he's on the brigade going to give a speech, and he's standing up there, 
and someone comes out of the woodwork and shoots him in the chest and the bullet hits him right in the chest um, right by his heart and in his pocket was a glasses case and a 50 page speech that was folded and so the bullet hit that which dampened the blow but the bullet still went in his body right went all the way in his body and all the doctors are standing around like they're like we got to take you to the hospital we got to go to the hospital and he goes like this and he and he coughs in his hand and he coughs in his hand and he looks at his hand and there's no blood on his hand and he basically he turns to the doctors and basically says well the bullet did not hit my lungs so i'm going to press forward and he goes on stage i think it was in milwaukee or something like that uh, but he goes on stage and he gives a speech and he starts a speech out and says this. He's like, I don't know if you guys know this, but I've just been shot. And then he goes, it takes more than a bullet to kill a bull moose because he was running out of the bull moose party. But it's like it, that line stuck with me for the entire sabbatical and still to this day sticks with me to think about it takes more than a bullet to kill a bull moose. Right. And we're going to be talking about, you know, how you withstand this thing. Right. How do you continue to push forward and press forward when you feel like nothing's happening, when you feel like, you know, there, you could get shut down again, when you feel like that, you know, your staff is starting to get fatigued. And, you know, so how, how do you continue to keep going? And, you know, that's really what we'll talk about today. But but you can think about that and think about know that, hey, many men and people before us accomplish much greater things than what we're doing right now. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like, when we think about COVID-19, what is the, what is the, all oh, the COVID-19 we had to sit in our house. <laughs> right. When you think about it, it's like, all right, yeah, we weren't getting bombed by the Russians. Like we we're just like, had to sit in our house and we had all the food we needed to eat. And we had all the Wi-Fi we wanted to, and we, all the movies we wanted to watch and and we just couldn't leave and yeah it sucked but man you could have a bullet in your body and that's yeah. like when I, I when i read that story i'm like oh my god like what are we what are we doing what are we complaining about how soft am i that i you know get frustrated and challenged by things that, and this guy literally got shot and gave a 90 minute speech with a bullet in a blood soaked shirt. And he literally at one point in the audience, he pulls open his jacket and shows a white shirt that's covered in blood. I actually did a Google search really quick while you were talking and I pulled up the x-ray um, of it like, because the, you said you had purchased it in uh, yeah. the image. So I pulled up the x-ray and they have a picture of his shirt too. It's all bloody in the hole. Yeah. In it. It's amazing. Yeah. It's an amazing story. They even have the eyeglass case too. Did you see the picture of the eyeglass? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I went down. I went down the rabbit hole with <laughs> with, with him. But it, it it's pretty crazy that that like man that really happened. And to think about Teddy Roosevelt doing the speech with a blood soaked shirt with a bullet inside him. Are are, are we going to push forward if we get an email from a client that says they want to cancel their membership? Yeah, it's true. And, you know, aside from political parties or whatever, but that's like a leader that you want to stand behind. 
you know, that's someone that, you know, if you're the, obviously you own your own gym, if you're listening to this or you have your own personal training business, like that's the kind of leader that you need to be. You need to be able to quote unquote, take those uh, shots on the chin and still save face. And still the show goes on as the saying goes, the show goes on and it takes more than a bullet to kill a bull moose. I love that. That's great. It's amazing. And actually it's not the, the, I've changed the quote. The, The quote is actually, it takes more than that to kill a bull moose. Well, yeah. So I changed it. It sounds cooler with it takes yeah. more than a bullet to kill a bull moose because there's the two B words. Yeah. So I think possibly I might. <laughs> I think I possibly might put that on the back of a shirt. It takes more than a bullet yeah. to kill a bull moose. Great. And like, I, I don't know if there's something that where you botch a quote or something like that but yeah. i don't think teddy roosevelt's gonna come after you man no i i yeah man if he did i'd be scared i'll tell you yeah. that. well he was a big man oh he was a, he was like a fighter and stuff like yeah. big time yeah definitely um and i and i told the story of the mastermind earlier that he had like really bad asthma as a kid and he like turned himself into this workout banshee he was like hitting he was doing all kinds of calisthenics he had a gym in his house he was like lifting weights and stuff like that so really cool stuff so Vince, what are the three secrets then that every gym owner needs to survive COVID-19? I mean, I think that that quote is definitely the, the, the thing that you have to keep in the back of your mind, but I think that goes right into the first secret, which is perception. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, and again, I'm not like making this stuff off. Obviously I did a lot of learning and reading, um, you know, when I was away, but um, so, so the book I'm, talking about here is is if i buy ryan holiday the obstacle is the way and he kind of broke down the three things you need to do to withstand challenges and obstacles in your life and basically the way i explained it today when i had the mastermind call was imagine that you're at this um you're, you're driving on the road and you pull up to uh, those, you know, the fences that block the road, right? There's construction on the road, there's whatever, right? And there's these big orange signs that say road closed, right? And so like, that's an obstacle, right? There's a barrier there that is not allowing you to continue to drive on the road that you want to drive it, right? And so the first thing is, how do you perceive that obstacle, right? Perception, Right. So do you look at that obstacle and do you stop the car and be like, oh, my gosh, I'm never going to get where I'm going. Oh, my gosh, there's an obstacle here. I'm done. I'm through. I'm never going to be able to find my final destination. And no, you don't say that. Right. You say, oh, well, there's an obstacle there. That's your perception. Right. Your perception is there's something there. Okay. And then the second part, and we'll go through all three of these today, but in the second part is what do you do? Right. So you show up to the sign. It says road closed. What do you do? Well, most likely you don't turn around and go home. Right. You say, okay, I have the choice. I can put this in my GPS and it will take me a different route. I can follow detour signs. I can turn around and go another way that I not want to go. Right. And you go, you don't necessarily probably always sit in your car and think about, I wonder which is the best way to go, 
I wonder if I should go left. I wonder if I should go right. And I wonder if I should turn around. And you don't sit in your car. And the example I use today is you never sit in your car and just wait for the DPW to come take the signs away. You go do something. And what, what I use as the example all the time, because I think you are the king of action. Right. I think you're the king of action. And I think the number one thing that you have done really well in your business is, is take action. Right. And so that's the second piece is you're not going to, um, you got to, you got to do something to get past that obstacle. Right. And then the third thing is usually when you go on a detour, right. And they take you down a detour, all of a sudden you like, you find yourself on a street that you may not know what it's like, or you may not have gone down that street before and it's uncertain, right? And so the third piece of overcoming obstacles and challenges is is the will to endure the unknown, is the will to endure and keep going in the face of really big challenges, right? And so those are the kind of the three things, but I want you to kind of envision that roadblock and that obstacle and, and know that most of the time when that happens and when you're driving, you do it, you do it the right way. You see it, you go, you decide which way you're going to go and then you go. And if you're on roads that you don't know, then you just keep going. And I think a lot of times where we get caught up is we perceive these things as these big time threats. We, get paralyzed with fear. So we don't take action and then we don't have the endurance and the will to keep going. And so that's what I'll, you know, unpack today. But like, so the biggest, so here's another quote from Teddy Roosevelt on perception. Um, What such a man needs, and I'll say person, but what such a man needs is not courage, uh, but nerve control, cool head, this he can only get through practice. And this like stood out to me like a ton of bricks where I was just like, holy cow, I'm reading this over and over and over and over again is that the number one success secret, right, is to be, have the ability to control your emotions. And I've been talking about a book. Uh, I recently read a book called Scream Free Parenting that I got. Uh, recommendation from my good friend, Brent Gallagher and screen free parenting. It talks about when you're parenting your kids, the goal is to have the lowest heart rate in the room. Because if you have the lowest heart rate in the room, what are you going to do? Well, you're not going to react. You're going to be able to respond and respond in a way that's most likely productive. You're not going to react. So that's like the big thing that, people got to realize is that your perception right is all of your emotion to tell you perceive things so you can look at that article you can look at that uh, obstacle in the road and you can start freaking out and be like what am i going to do i'm never going to get there i'm never going to get to where i want to go or you can be like oh well there's an obstacle let me control myself let me stay calm and let me find the best route forward so I, I think that that's like a huge thing right now is, is, is your perception is directly correlated and directly, directly linked to your ability to control your emotions. And 
I can go out on a limb and say that this might be the most important thing that I've learned. And it, and again, it has helped me personally, but, and, and for some of you listening to this, you may think, Oh yeah, well I do that anyway. Um, but to the other book I read and I read a lot of books while I was gone, but um, it was a book called breathe by, I don't know, it's breathe or breath um, by uh, James Nestor. And it literally talks about two things, nose breathing versus mouth breathing. And the premise of the book is this, I'll save you the read, even though you should read it. Breathing through your mouth is really bad. Breathing through your nose is really good. Right now, when I say, yeah, that, yeah. Right. Now, when I say breathing through your mouth, obviously if you're exercising and you're really pushing it hard, you're probably going to open your mouth to breathe, but in your normal daily life, as you're going through your day, if you breathe through your mouth, all kinds of bad things are going to happen to you. It, it was eye-opening to see how nose breathing has a direct control on how you think and how you feel and your ability to stay calm, which will improve your perceptions of certain situations. You won't perceive things as such threats. You'll perceive things as things that are hard, but now you start to think about them as, all right, this happened and ask yourself questions like, what did I learn from this? Or another one was, what's the good in this? And it's so much more productive to think this way versus to go into this emotional spiral when stuff happens. So that's, that's kind of the first one is the perception. And there was that, the really eye-opening book about the breathing that every, I believe everyone should read. Um, but it kind of ties into one of my main seven principles um, that I'm teaching you guys this year, which is paid to think. Right. That's part of your job is you're paid to think you're paid to how for how you will and effectively you perceive situations, which is going to directly affect the decisions you make. Yeah, I mean, I also think I want to add something to it, too. You know, I think that, you know, the perception of what's going on, the action and then the will, I think that the goal has to be strong enough for you to actually act on it. True. But like, you know again, using the roadblock, for example, if it was something that I didn't care about on the other side of it, ah, I'll just go home, you know, but if you really want, you know, success in your business, you have to, you know, Vincent made fun of me on the call and actually said that I would just drive right through the, <laughs> right through the roadblock. And it's true because if something was, if that, that meant I was going to get success, I would drive right through it and not look around, not look twice, whether that's smart or not, I don't know, but, but that's like, that's how badly I want it. So it's the same thing with you. You have to really figure out, okay, what are, you know, my goals for 2021 in my business? I want to build it back way past where it was, you know, whatever it is, but you have to figure out that goal that that desire has to be there. And then, then all these other things matter, but that if you don't want it, you're not going to do anything to get it. Yeah. And, and that, that's a really, really great point, Anthony. And, you know, I think that you, the, here's how, you know, if you want like, what is the downside if you, if you lose? Right. Like what what do you have at stake? Right? You know, you have two kids, right? 
yeah. you have two kids, you have uh, a, you know, a, a home and, you know, all kinds of things. There's a lot at stake, right? So, I mean, for most of the people that own gyms, this is a high, this is, and one of the reasons why the pressure is high because, you know, it's not, and it's not just your own family, but it's your staff members and your team members. They're all depending on this business. I look at Gabriel Fitness and I look at, holy cow, like we're like supporting families here. Like, and this is like, it's, it's weird to think about like when we started, we were just like this, you know, it was like me and, you know, a couple of the people that were just in their twenties and, you know, working, but now it's like a thing and there's a lot at stake and there's a lot of pressure. So you're going to want to make it. <laughs> Even for your clients too. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Too. Clients depend on your facility. They depend on you, you know, being knowledgeable, depending on you getting them the information it needs to take them to that next level and be life-changing for them too. I mean, we kind of forget about them sometimes, but you know, that's my motivating factor sometimes too, is to, to give the members a better service, yeah. you know, be that beacon of light. You talked about that during COVID, but to be that beacon of light for them all the time. You know, my, uh, I recently had something happen to me. My dog had recently passed away, like, yeah. you know, really quickly, like overnight, basically. And, uh, you know, it was traumatic for me and my family. And I made a video about it for my members explaining what happened to my dog, but then also what I did for my fitness. Like I still worked out that day. Like I went to work, like my life went on and I explained to them like the importance of like when your goal, like exactly what you said, like when your goal is that important, you're going to do whatever it takes for you to get there, no matter what gets in your way. So, you know, it's a lesson for them too. And then, and I had my clients came back and like that video that you made was, I know it was so hard for you to make, but thank you so much because I'm struggling with this and it helped me because I realized that if you, Amazing. Could, I could do it too. So you it's have awesome. to do you have to look for that in your life too, you know. That's a but that's a great example of perception and how you perceive the situation. It's like, yeah, your 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 dog died and and that's awful. You but you were able to take it and make something good out of it. Right? right. There's there's your example of that answer to that question. What's the good in this? Right. But the good in this is that you can use this of what happened as a lesson to try and help the people that you're helping. Right? The good news is that, you know, um, you know, you, you can show and model that behavior to your family and to your children. And so it's, um, it, it, that, that is why I think you've done so well is because of the perception and the way you perceive things in a productive, healthy, positive way. So that was, that was really good. Well, listen, man, I mean, it's a, I think it's very easy for everybody to just get negative. And sometimes I think you just need that, the kick in your, in your butt to just kind of say like, Hey, look, you know, bad stuff is going to happen to all of us. But you just got to, it takes more than a bullet to kill a bull moose. You got to put that on a shirt, man. I got it. Yep. Yeah, you have to. I, I don't know, maybe putting it, I would put it on the front. I wouldn't put it on the back. It takes more than a bullet to kill a bull moose. Yeah, and it's true though. It is, it is true. Like that resonated with me so much today. That's cool. Yeah, it was fun. We, we had a good call today. Um, all right, so number two is is all about action. And again, I love that I'm speaking to you on this call because you are the international man of action in the, uh, in the SPF mastermind. Um, but the, the action thing is another thing that, um, you know, so there's two books by my bed and I, and I wrote an email about this, um, 
recently. There's two books by my bed. One is the Holy Bible. The other one is the ultimate success secret by Dan Kennedy. Uh, I have not read the Bible, but I have read the ultimate success secret by Dan Kennedy. And so why do you have the Bible by the bed? I'm just curious. The, I have the Bible by the bed because I want to read it. Oh, okay. Um, and actually I have, it's funny. I, after I sent that email, I got uh, several different emails back giving me advice on how to start reading the Bible. It was very interesting. Uh, and actually Randy, uh, who used to be in the mastermind, really good dude. Uh, he sent me this app and it basically it's this app because the Bible is like not an easy read. I mean, it's yeah. like, it's hard, yeah, it's like um, but he yeah. sends me this app that like translates everything and you read like one thing a day and it takes like five to 10 minutes a day. And I just started reading that. So it's, it's been really, it's actually, I've started it. I started it a few days before New Year's and it's actually really interesting. So now I'm reading that too. But, uh, but the ultimate success secret by Dan Kennedy, he basically opens the book and says, um, this doesn't need to be a book. It just basically can be a, a, uh, on a three by five card, but the three by five cards are hard. It's hard to charge 1995 for a three by five card. So I had to write a book about it. And the, the number one secret to success, the number one secret to success from Dan Kennedy, who I believe is one of the smartest business minds in the, in, on the, that has ever walked this earth um, is taking action. Right is he calls it action jackson or whatever it is. It, it, it is your ability to take action. And if you go back to the example of the um, of the car and the roadblock, how long do you sit there? How long do you sit there before you decide which way you're going to go? Now maybe there's only one way to go, and then you're totally done. But you could go left, you could go right, you can go around. Like, but like. How long you sit there, that's just time ticking away, away, away that is going to, the longer you wait, the slower success is going to come. And the reason why success came so fast to use because you never sit and wait. And so, <laughs> what's that? It's probably a bad thing too. Well, yeah, but I mean, you, you, you can get yourself out of a jam too with yeah. the same mindset, right? But it, it goes into one of the other uh, principles that I talk about all the time is that, hey, man, if taking action is so important, what is the most important thing about taking action? Well, having the energy to take action, right? And I look at you as a high energy type of person. And if you're a low energy person, you're going to be slow at taking action. So if you're not taking care of yourself, if you're not sleeping well, if you're not working out regularly, if you're not eating good food, you're not going to take action fast because you're going to have low energy. And so that, that is like, and again, it's like preaching to the choir, to the fitness industry, but I can't stress this enough over how important it is for you to take care of yourself, your own body, your own brain, your own mind is your number one business asset. And if you're not filling that with good stuff, if you're not refueling that with better stuff, like, man, it, it is just, you're, you're not even scraping the surface of where, of, of your potential. So that, that is like, that's part of your job. Part of your job is, and Vanessa talks about this a lot because Vanessa would always laugh at me because I would go and I would get massages and I would go float and I would go do acupuncture. And I was like, yeah, and maybe sometimes I do get carried away, you know, with stuff, right? But I am, you know, 
when I go and get my Atlas Atlas adjustment, which actually does work. Like I go to this guy like 40 minutes away and he adjusts my neck in this special way. And it's called I gotta, the Atlas. I got to stop you. So this what? is so funny that you brought this up. It's insane. So last night, again, like I'm always like trying to read and better for better myself. And I'm always going back and kind of looking at things. So I pulled up the mastermind meeting from Ann Arbor, which was in 2019. I think it was like, was that February? I think it might have no, been. No, that was 18. That was 2018. 18. Sorry, yes, you're right, 18. So I pulled it up, and you literally were talking about this. So I heard, it's not like I heard this story yesterday, <laughs> but yeah. I heard it. And, I'm like, and it's so funny because I'm like, I wonder if he still goes to that guy because it was a referral yeah. thing that we were talking about. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I, you were talking about how he wasn't that good, and he, he, you, know, you gave him some referrals, but he probably didn't even notice. So I was just so funny because I was thinking, I was like, I wonder if he still goes to that. And here you are today. It's so funny how the way like sometimes things work. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's, 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 uh, so yeah, but that was part of my, you know, repertoire of I have a sauna in my house and I have all kinds of stuff. But so maybe I get carried away even. Uh, with the amount of things that I do. Uh, it's, it's very possible that that's true, but I do realize that every ounce of time and money and energy that I spend towards improving my capacity to think, to grow, uh, it, it is a good investment. It is a good investment. So you have to start thinking about how how well are you taking and i think the biggest mistake in the fitness industry you know and i was making fun of guys today that like post them doing their 295 for four on the bench you know and it's like okay great you know awesome that you deadlifted 405 you bench 295 and then and and, and great but is that getting and is all the time you spend doing that shit getting in the way of you spending the time that could light your brain on fire and come up with good ideas that's going to help you grow your business. So I'm not saying you shouldn't lift heavy. I'm not saying that at all, but I am saying I see a lot of guys that focus on the musculature and that's it. They, they don't train their heart. And here's the thing. I'm 41 years old. That's a, it's a stupid thing to do for me to not train my heart. You know, and I train, I worked with uh, Charlie Weingroff, who's you know probably the best strength coach, physical therapist on the planet. And he writes my workouts for me, writes my programs for me. And I told him, I was like, I want to live long and I want to have as much energy and brain function as I can. And it's a lot more hot cardio. And when I say cardio, it's like, you know, Charlie has me doing seven seconds on, on the minute. So seven seconds hard, one minute rest and do that for like 40 minutes. Right. So it's not like cardio, like I'm going for a jog, it's cart, but, but it's like, are you looking and finding the things that you can do for your physical health to be able to what we were the original point here is taking action. And so you want to co overcome an obstacle. One is perceive it in a better way, right? Two is take action fast, go do something about it, make a decision, right? Make the call. And then go do it. And you're never going to know if it's always going to be right. And this is something I have trained because naturally I am a naturally, personally, I'm a slow decision maker. Naturally I am. If you look at some of my tests uh, that I've taken, naturally I'm a slow dude. So I have had to, and what, why is that? Why would someone be slow? Well, they're fearful. So every ounce of slow decision I have is because of fear. And 
what I've had to do is train myself to be able to, to, to understand and know when I'm being slow and call myself out. Be like, dude, you're dragging your feet on this. You're scared. And to call myself out and just make a call and just go. And that's going to get people to, to, to being decisive. And here's another quote, you know, from Teddy Roosevelt. We either rust out or wear out. My choice is to wear out. Meaning that I'd rather like just push my body and push myself to the limit versus just not doing shit and, and just becoming rusty. Right. So true. So true. So that's number two, AB. Let's talk about Will. All right. So the third one, and my, and and here's the thing. Like, what is Will is the story that we told, right? The story that we told at the very beginning. Like the will to keep going in the face of discomfort and pain. And it's again, I could never imagine trying to do a speech with a bullet inside me. Right. And again, that's a drastic example. Right. That's a drastic example, but. It, it, it goes to show you that, you know, I wonder what was going through his mind, like while he was giving the speech, like, like what was going through his head, his head space at that moment in time? Like he had to have been thinking like, all right, you know, I did just get shot. Like he had to have been thinking something. I don't know, man. <laughs> but, know. Yeah. So, so, so the, the last part is the will, and this is to, you know, endure. And the best way that I can, you know, explain this is a principle that I taught you guys the entire road of this whole thing. And it was a term called productive paranoia that was described by a story called the Stockdale paradox, right? And the Stockdale paradox is essentially, uh, Jim Collins talks about it in his book, Good to Great, but, um, the interviews Admiral Stockdale. I think Jim Stockdale is his name, Jim. And basically he was a POW in Vietnam and he's talking to him about uh, how he was tortured many, many times. And he's talking about him, about his time in the camp, in the prison camp. And he said, well, what was it like? Like, what were you, you know, thinking during this, this whole crazy time period that allowed you to survive. And he was thinking that he's like, I didn't think anything else except I was a hundred percent committed to the end result. I was a hundred percent committed to surviving. And he's like, okay. He's like, well, what about the people that didn't make it? He's like, the people didn't, that didn't make it were the optimists. And he said, they were the ones that were thinking like, hey, we're going to be out by Christmas. Hey, we're going to be out by Easter. And basically Easter would come and they wouldn't be out. And they basically said he died of a broken heart. And so what we need to survive is to have this commitment to win, but not put this timestamp on it and know that there's going to be suck to endure. Like, do you think that any of us have liked having to do these stupid ass zoom workouts? (laughs) Like screw that. 
like I can't wait to go back to full in person and you know call me stupid and call me not you know sitting on an opportunity but a, a virtual and stuff like that but enough's enough this is garbage I'm still selling it I'm still I still get- yeah and you have to sell it yeah. you, you have to sell it and we're selling it too right and but but it's it's just like I hate it I hate it. Um, and maybe that's not for me personally, maybe that's not a smart, but, 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 but the reality is all this stuff of closing and someone gets COVID and what do you got to do and temperature checks and all that, all the stuff that you have been doing, you're enduring. You've had this will to keep going. Even, you know, when it gets really, really hard. And I think that that's, the lesson here is you need to confront what is true and confront what is real about your business right now. And that's what the Stockdale paradox kind of does. It basically says, what is the reality of this? Well, the reality is I'm in a concentration camp and I'm or not, it's not a concentration. I'm in a prisoner of war camp and I'm probably going to get tortured. And the reality of this is that's going to suck. And so some of you need to take the brutal facts of what's going on in your business right now. And it may be that the brutal fact is this ain't going to end anytime soon. It may be the brutal fact is if you're used to getting five new clients a month, the brutal fact may be you're probably only going to get two. Mm-hmm. Or the brutal fact could be that you got someone on your team that's totally burnt out and fried and they need to go. But what you can't do is you can't dance around and hide from the truth. Yep. You can't dance around and be like, Oh, it'll be okay. It'll, you know, we'll get through this. Now confront what's real. Know that this is going to suck, make hard decisions. And that's how you're going to kind of win in this game is not hiding from not being like, uh, all right, another round of PPP, you know, we're going good, you know? No. No. Like, find out what is true and about your business, about the reality, about the landscape, and just become one with it and embrace it and know it's going to suck, but be committed to the end. Be committed to winning um, and, 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 and that, that, that's really it. That's kind of what I wanted to talk about today is these three kind of things of how you, how you can better think about this thing that we're going through and how you perceive it, what you need to do, and then what you need to do to make sure that you are, have the, 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 the salt to endure the, the road that still lies ahead. I mean, people think, oh, the vaccine, oh, this and that. No, like that that doesn't mean that it's just the vaccines there that people are automatically coming. This won't be a snapback. This won't be a snapback. This is a long road. There's another year, long year coming. Yep. Well, I think that that, again, going back to what I said in the beginning, summarizes this whole thing. Takes more than a bullet to kill a bull moose. And it's going to take more than a pandemic to kill a good gym owner. That's right. You guys just got to perceive this problem. Okay. Look at it a little bit differently. Take action on it. Okay. Don't, uh, don't sit there in fear and then just have that will to endure during this time. 
and you'll make it through. And it's going to take more than a pandemic to kill a good gym owner. That's right. That's right. Very good, AB. I love it. <laughs> and make sure you go over to 2021.vincegabriel.com and apply for the, a spot for the sweepstakes to win one year of amazingness that can totally change things for you. But Vince, this was amazing as always. So guys, you'll catch us on the next episode. AB, thanks, brother. Great job. Wow, man. Very cool. Hey, it's Vince. Head on over to 2021.vincegabriel.com. I'm giving away 12 months of business coaching with me to work with me privately uh, in addition to a seat in my mastermind. And I'm doing this because I realize that there's a lot of people out there that need a lot of help after the year we had in 2020. And I want to give a spot to someone that may not be able to do it otherwise. So go ahead and fill out your application, 2021.vincegabriel.com. Fill out your application and I'll be announcing the winner on January 22nd. Thanks.